babies? Why are you in sunglasses? He's muted too, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> He's so stupid. Very dumb. Ray? No, now he's muted. He muted himself after we told him he was oh. muted. Richard, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be something special, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Always, uh, only something special for the one and only Queens. Hey, yay, hey, yay. The Queen's birthday. birthday. The birth of the queen, long live her, an entirety of life and justice for all. It'd be a national holiday. <laughs> Fucking America. Thanks, Obama. What do they call it in a Game of Thrones? Oh, it's your name day. My, na- my born name day? Yeah. Your name day. It's your name day. Cheers to you, Bill. Thank you. Cheers. Most 16-month calendars that recognize this as a holiday in Bill's name day just says cunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from two kinds to another. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and you know what? Let's go ahead and get started. We're starting early because uh, the queen wanted us to, and, and it is his name day. So that's what we're I, doing. I just got home from work, man. I couldn't go out to dinner before. Oh, Sorry. my God. I'm going to hear this again. No, I'm going to go get drunk at the dairy field. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Yeah, what a special, what a special occasion. Wow. I can walk. What a special occasion. He does enough walking on concrete as is. You don't need to walk on your birthday. Yeah, unfortunately for we'll the call Uber Ray for you. Between here and there, this this releases tomorrow on Friday and this is Thursday. So no warning. Sorry. This is this is after <laughs> this is after the, the we'll see said, on WMR tomorrow. Man walking home from the dairy field causes scene in the middle of the street. Six hundred deep. Six hundred deep, this man. I do have to work tomorrow, so I'm not going crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can't keep track of your fucking things. All right. Welcome to the Silver Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines, June 25th. Is that your birthday? No. No, June 24th. God. It's actually June 25th, though. Happy. Uh, no, we Christmas. shouldn't even Half be Christmas. counting. We couldn't, shouldn't even be counting this. This is released on the 25th, and we're recording on the birthday. Like, we're time traveling. We should have done this the previous recording. Like we're in another life, brother. But it was the day before. It was the 23rd. <laughs> Ray's all hopped up on Mountain Dew and such. All right, whatever. Welcome to uh, my Sports Show Friday headlines, uh, June 25th. Not the Queen's birthday, so this is going well. Welcome to the show. No. No, it's half Christmas. Did you make a full week of recordings? Christmas in July. Bill? What? Did you make a full week of recordings this week? I haven't missed any shows in a Good while. Good for When's you. When's the last time I missed a show? Last week. Oh, yeah. I was like from work. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who never misses a show? White Birch Brewing out of National New Hampshire Ray Address Place. 460 Amherst Street. Good for you for remembering that tonight in your bug eye sunglasses. Thank you. Uh, best beer in New Hampshire, best craft beer in New Hampshire. Head on down to the good side of Amherst Street. Get yourself a flight. Get yourself a pint. Get yourself some merchandise. They got uh, like seven IPAs on, three sours, a couple lagers. They got excellent stuff going on the taps. If you can't get down to the brewery, then uh, get at your local beer store. Um, stay away. Where do you live? Mammoth Road, Bill? Is that what it is? Stay away from that area uh, for beer stores. Wherever else you can find it. Um, Grab yourself some white birch brewing. Tell them the Simple Minds boy sent you white birch brewing. Right. Who's the jersey today? The Mets. No oh, shit. Who's the uh, well, I'd like you to guess. Piazza. Richard. Uh, Bartolo Colon. Daryl Strawberry. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. I'm starting to go with the conviction, like guys that got convicted. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, what I, that's my new Wuhan trade like that I'm going for. Are right you now. skiing in July? Yeah, we just bought a couple years ago. We got one. We have a sign. We bought a sign one. It was like two hundred bucks, I think. For da- from Dale Strawberry. Yeah. How much cocaine I, was on it? I tried to. Yeah, sniff you have it, to shake it off. I tried to sniff it, but there wasn't a lot. <laughs> you know that's the good shit. 
Wasn't enough for the queen. All right, boys, you know what? We're going to talk basketball or start basketball on Bill's birthday. And we're going to talk a lot of it. There's a, nice. there's, a lot, there's a lot of basketball news. And you know what? We are a slave to the news, not to you when it comes to sports queen. I apologize. However, it's some, juicy, it's some juicy shit. We got good shit. Well, news broke on um, Wednesday that the Celtics found their man. They got their new head coach. How badly can I butcher this name? Ime Udaka. Ooh, I like it. Ime Udaka. Aduka. Udoka. Uduka. It's definitely Udoka or Uduka. No, I don't. I'm not. Re- we suck with basketball names. We suck with all names. <laughs> if anyone checked out our show on Thursday, interview with Nicholas Potentrius. Bananarius. 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 Anyway, I'm a uh, assistant coach since 2012. He's got a 12 year professional kind of fringe professional player. He is in the NBA, went to uh, Europe and played for a little bit, was in the D League, uh, but he was an assistant coach for the Spurs for many years. He got a championship ring in 2014. Uh, He was with the 76ers one season. Two years ago, uh, he has a relationship with Al Horford because of that. He was with the Nets this past year, which I assume um, some type of Kyrie Irving uh, conversation was had between Ime Tatum and Kyrie because they're such buddy buddies, and this is how the NBA well, they, works. They also partied with him in New Jersey, like I've mentioned. There you go. Uh, they nope. shared. They shared a couple of a uh, bottle of what is it? Oh, Aces? I guess actually, do he doesn't drink. I learned in an article. Oh, he does true. not drink. He, he does, does not, not drink, drink, according to. George, uh, Greg Popovich. I can't trust the guy that doesn't drink. Come on. <laughs> He's got to have some other vice. We'll find out his other vice, and then we can trust him. I don't trust a man that doesn't vice. That doesn't. What if it's hooker? What, what if it's hookers and cocaine, Bill? Are you back on the wagon? Just James when Harden's out. They pulled me right back in. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another uh, some inf- more information on uh, was the coach of Team USA. Um, last season when the, the last season of worlds, was it, was that the, or yeah, the 2019, uh, 2019, yeah. uh, Tatum Brown, smart and Kemba were on that team, but obviously Kemba's gone now. So Tatum smart and Brown, uh, all reportedly signed off on him. We'll get more into the, the smart element of this whole thing, but uh, a couple more tidbits here. He's married to actress Neil long, right? Nice. Hold on. <laughs> Keep going. I'm going to look this up real quick. Uh, and I'm... just so everyone's very clear, uh, he is not the first black African-American coach that the Celtics have hired. Jason Williams, you buffoon. What an idiot. <laughs> what a fucking what idiot. What a fucking idiot. Oh, she uh, was the girl from bringing on. She was the head cheerleader. Nice. Yes. Good for him. Um, Good nice. for him. Yeah. Very attractive. Very attractive. Uh, so in terms of box checks, you're talking about the next coach of the Celtics, things that we've talked about, things that everyone's talked about. I think everyone had the profile of what was needed here. I think the only one that doesn't check is probably like big name in terms of an ex-player or a championship player. But everything else, you know, African-American, we knew that was big. Jalen Brown text literally tweeted it out that essentially you better bring me someone who's African-American as my next head coach. Uh, he's young. He is an ex-player. He's got 12 years service time. He does have a shit ton of coaching experience, although not at the head coaching level. So we'll see what happens there. He has experience with a ton of superstars, all those Nets fuckers. Um, you know, the, the big, the big three, big four with the Spurs, if you want to call it the debacle, he knows what a fucking debacle looks like. Cause he spent that year in Philly when the Celtics swept him in the bubble. So he's got some, uh, uh, some chops with dealing with stars, good and bad teams, obviously he has a relationship with the Jays from his team USA, uh, and they signed off on it. Uh, let me just run through these quotes and then I'll get your, I'll get your opinion. So this is from Jared Weiss of the athletic talking about the hire and talking about, um, getting, uh, quotes from, this is from Greg Popovich and what he thought of I quote, he exudes a confidence and a comfort in his own skin where people just gravitate to him. He's a fundamentally sound teacher because he's comfortable with himself. He knows the material and players read it. Oftentimes I'll say, I may, can you go talk to so-and-so go talk to Patty Mills, go talk to Timmy, go talk to Kawhi. He'll do it better than I would. And I'm not blowing smoke. The only thing I don't like about him, Bill is he doesn't drink. So I can't enjoy a glass of wine with him. He's really boring at dinner. How fucking great is pop, by the way? We've said it a lot of times, but best coach of all time. Greatest coach of all time. He's really boring at dinner. Um, this is also from that athletic article. Udoka has been lauded uh, for his ability to connect with everybody across the roster. He can establish roles and expectations, something players reportedly struggle with under Steven in recent years. That's big time. Let me finish with this last quote. Uh, Udoka, not like a coach that'll hold. This is from uh, Nets guard Mike James from this past season. He's not like a coach that'll hold back how he feels. He's going to tell you how he feels, how you're playing, what you should be doing better. Obviously, for somebody like me, 
Uh, obviously, that might not be the same with everybody else's going, but I like coaches to be honest and tell me what they want me to do, and it works out for me. So by all boards, it seems like his coaching style is pretty upfront, and uh, you know that's going to be important in the Celtics team that seems like it's gone rudderless the last year or two. So uh, your initial thoughts, your initial reactions from Aime Udoka, the new head coach of the Boston Celtics. I like it. I mean, you got a, you got a guy that, you know, the Jays want and they signed off on. The only thing I don't like is that, yeah, he was a former player, but never like one of those big names like Chauncey Billups is out there, Sam Cassell, who were on championship teams and like a pivotal role in those championship teams. So that's the only thing. And I want to know if he's going to take Popovich's po- approach and be able to handle a locker room because obviously Brad could not. He let the guy, let the inmates run the asylum. So let's see if he can like put his foot down and keep these guys at bay and not let this shit go to their head and stuff. So are we allowed to say that? What inmates Which, run us inmates to run asylum? Texas owner got a lot of heat for saying that. Who did Texans owner got a lot of heat for saying oh, that? Oh, yeah, that is like becoming kind Long. of taboo. Whatever, fuck it. Yeah, yeah I'm just fine. asking, I don't care. Fuck I'm sure that's insulting people who have mental disorders somewhere, and uh, NBA players don't want to be called uh, mentally. God damn it, you can't do that. Probably, to me today. I was like trying to think that, about what I said. That fucking. terrible atrocity on the nba community sorry sorry uh we'll we'll cut it in post go ahead bill i mean i like it i guess the young kids like it but the only thing that bothers me i mean you had a pretty good team in the world and you finished seventh in his only really head coaching opportunity and you had a better team in the world than you do have it in the celtics you know and i get it you know jason tatum and brown are probably far from where they were in 2019 now. I mean, they're budding superstars. So you need to get them a guy they like. They've already shown their baby back bitches. You know, they toned out Brad. They had a fucking checklist. Whether I, you know, I, I'm tired. I got a little frustrated hearing it. You know, you knew it was looking for it. But still, it's, you know, good. Good for them. The only thing that I don't, like, Brad Stevens, I said all along, was a college coach. And he can't handle these egos. Obviously, Jason Tatum has the biggest ego on the Celtics and he's the one that we want to keep here forever. So that's the most important thing is if he can be, have a good relationship with him and keep him in check in the same time, because obviously he was like checked out when Brad Stevens started calling him out. You saw with his hands up, his dookie attitude came out full force, but that's the one thing I want to keep is that, you know, keep him in line, but also keep that good relationship. So it doesn't quit halfway through the game. Well, and the good thing too, is like, think of the offenses he's come from the Spurs, Yep. Pretty dynamic offense out there. You know, now you went to the Nets, pretty dynamic offense with the Nets. I get it. They were three-player offense, but still, I mean, that's Jason Tatum's strength. You're going to see him – I think the big, biggest benefit is Tatum because now you're going to see him play 40, 45 minutes a night. None of this fucking rotation bullshit oh, that, I hope so. that Brad Stevens has yeah. run for a fucking – the whole time where you're playing all 12 guys five, six minutes a night. No. You it's have like a wreck team. You need to – you need to keep him on the court. Hey, fat ass, you're up. Get your right. two minutes in. And, and like, your I dad's just, been giving me shit all week. <laughs> Don't fuck up. That's how it's been. We've all been saying it. The semi ogre Grant Williams of the world have no fucking place to be playing. Every guy yeah. did taco ball. Like, so, I mean, it's good for him. It's good. And that's what, like, a young, you know, coach coming in, even a Cassell. You know, all, the, all these guys fucking coming in would have probably been the same same offense. And Brad's just outdated. That fucking – Yeah, I think, I think he's just college. I think his mindset is college. And yeah, I think doesn't Brad, work in the NBA. Brad did really well with his teams uh, overachieving when he, when he had a collective group um, that bought into the idea of the sum is greater than its parts. That's not how the NBA generally works. So when you, when you uh, found yourself in a team – and let's not forget the fucking turmoil that this team went through in the Kyrie, in the short stinted Kyrie era. You had uh, the first game of the year, Gordon Hayward, your newly signed max player, shatter his leg coming off a Kyrie injury that didn't happen. So like Brad Stevens went through a little bit of a turmoil here, but I do think that his method of coaching is more suited for the college game. And he had a hard time adjusting um, uh, to the, to the NBA style. But let but uh, uh, one year ago you were in the Eastern Conference Finals again. You probably should have won if your players weren't turning the ball over in the fourth quarter every time they had a chance to to bury them. So, you know, we'll say what we want about Brad Stevens. It was time to go this year. Obviously, the players tuned him out, but it was one bad year. Uh, that being said, yeah, definitely. I mean, he comes from more of an NBA 
um, 12 years coaching in an NBA style. He's, he's seen what it looks like to For run the, the ball, to run, uh, you know, through superstars, through Tim Duncan, to uh, Joel Embiid, to Kevin Durant. This guy has seen what that looks like. And hopefully, yeah, you want to hope that he's able to come in immediately set roles, which is the biggest thing Brad Stevens, I think, struggled with and uh, and go from there. And that beautiful segue, Rich, um, speaking of roles, the first thing that this guy has to do is go, hey, Marcus, I heard you were part of this coaching hire. Stop shooting the fucking ball. Here's your role. Here's your role. If Brad doesn't trade him, we'll get into that. But um, what, what what's your take on like. It was so interesting hearing the reports that, yeah, Jalen and Jason, uh, it was first like Jalen and Jason have signed off on this or, the, or they had their input. They didn't necessarily sign off. I know that would look bad that they were picking the coach, but they had their input. And then it was like, oh, shit, Some, someone go out there and say, we talked to Marcus, too. He's going to get he's going to get all fucking pissy. And then reports trickled in that Marcus Smart was also part of the coaching hire as the longest tenured Celtic in art and soul of the fucking team. I'm so goddamn sick of this. Fucking I hate thing. him. I want him gone. Just, Come on. I'll, drive, I'll drive him to the fucking airport. I don't care. Just please, just go. Just go. Oh, I hate Marcus. No, but your thoughts on, like, what is his first thing that he should do for the do job? Do you think – well, let me ask you this question directly. Do you think um, if they keep Marcus Smart – I don't want to get into do you think they should or do you think they – or whatever, but let's not get into speculation of trading Marcus Smart just yet. But if they keep him, do you think Aime Udoka can, can make Marcus Smart a player that we don't – bang our heads against the wall every game do you think that he can turn him into the type of player that we like would actually like in respect Ooh, of let me go let me go time? bill no <laughs> right yes i do i think he can <laughs> I, 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 well no i mean he was under greg popovich who was pretty much the best coach that we've seen in our lifetime i mean excluding let Phil me tell Jack. You who else was under greg popovich mike seen Brad Arbach. fuck off I'm sorry. I forgot how old you were today. I take, my take, fault. take a look. Yeah, we actually didn't mention the age. We're not supposed to. 69. Uh, he sent nice. us a text message. Nice. Um, the, the coaching career of, of Greg Popovich is not that great. It's, Mike, it's fine. Brown. But it's like, yeah, it's not like you come out of there and automatically you're Greg Popovich. That doesn't happen. It's look like at the Belichick's coach. Nice. So like, um, yeah, to answer my own question, can he make Marcus Smart? Marcus Smart's been in the year for eight fucking seasons, people. He is who he is, especially on this team because he's entitled and enabled. You got, I, you got to move on from the Marcus Smart era. Come on, yeah, you, you got to move on. Now's the time. That's contract. He's got the contract to trade too, so you might as well do it. Absolutely, and he's a sh- not a shell what of himself, a- but he's certainly not the defender that he has been in the past. He had the injury this last year. He's gotten, you know, older. Maybe he's—I don't know if he's lost a half a step or a step or whatever else. He's—he's he's certainly valuable in that role. His defense Golden- is incredible. I'd love to have him on. It's just his defense alone. Just you want him. I don't think his defense has been that great, honestly, Ray. Trey mm-hmm. Young ate him the fuck up all Trey, season long. Trey Young's been eating a lot I think of people he's up a fl- lately. I think he's a flopping bitch. I, w- I would move him. <laughs> I would package him and Jalen Brown, move them both and start. What do you hate against? Right? I don't want to get into that just yet. Uh, the last thing on the coaching mm-hmm. stuff um, that was reported that – uh, this was not technically – now, this has not been confirmed, but this was uh, – that IMA was not technically the first pick for the Celtics. It was reported kind of on the back channels that they had offered to another coach who declined it. That list is short. It's either Chauncey Billups or Becky Hammonds. I can't imagine Becky Hammonds denying an NBA coaching job. Uh-uh. So if Chauncey Billups goes and gets that Portland job, you know what happened. They asked Chauncey Billups to be the head coach of the Boston Celtics. He said, no, thank you. I'm going to Portland. So well, how, Dam- what do you Damian think? Lillard, whatever you think about that, who, but Damian Lillard may, might be leaving. Maybe he's talked to Damian. Maybe he's keeping him there. I don't know. Um, but just keep that in the back of your mind that that box we wanted checked a, a, a championship player in the NBA that could connect to these guys. So no, if shit starts to go wrong in this season and Jason Tatum again, tunes out his coach because he doesn't respect them because he didn't play at his level in the league. Just remember Chauncey Billups said no in this well, offseason. What was it? Big shot Chauncey. Was that his dumb nickname? Mr. Big shot. Mr. Big shot. Yeah. Two I mean, ships, man. Two ships and almost brought that Denver team there with that bum ass. Uh, Who's the other champion? Detroit won two. He only won one. Uh-uh. No, I think they, they went back to back. No, they didn't. No, they, they, did only not. they only beat the Lakers oh, they went, once in they 2004. Went, they went back to back. They lost to the uh, Spurs too. Yeah, they went. Yeah. Right. God damn it. 
Excuse they me. went to two. Sorry, they went to two. They went to two, and the Spurs beat them in seven, I believe. Yeah. And then the next year, the Celtics beat them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, they went to two in a row is what I meant to say. Yeah. yeah. And then 90s, the Pistons won two in a row. Sorry, we're old. I get confused. I get these things confused. Um, you, do you think, do you think Brad's done? There's been like, that's a lot. Of, I feel like there's a lot of buzz around this Celtics team right now. Brad Stevens has had a lot to say, he said he's been nonstop the seven days he's been in the office getting, obviously that Kemba trade came out of nowhere, really. I mean, we knew that he was probably going to be dealt, but before the season ends, that's you crazy. You generally don't see that happening. You get, you're the first, you're the first team to make your coaching higher. Um, I love the approach. I love the aggressive approach. It's the exact opposite of Danny Ainge who would wait and wait and wait. And, you know, the same way as, as like a Belichick, we're seeing like a different approach. It's kind of exciting in New England sports. We're not just picking up the scraps like we're kind of used to over the last several years. Um, Jalen Brown's name is getting tossed around more so than Marcus Smart in terms of trades and, and shakes. Only up, shake one ups in person is only one person. Well, Cedric pretty. Maxwell said it and Bill has said it. So that's two, right? <laughs> I've been preaching this shit for months now. And I would go on Bill being the more reliable source in this whole thing. No, I think. And if he's I, not, what do we do? We blame our sources. Blame our sources. <laughs> Remember, kids, blame your sources. Um, okay, well, let me paint this scenario. Cedric Maxwell went on, uh, what is Boston Live? It was Felger and Mike Holly, And he essentially said that uh, Tatum is not going to be moved. Do not expect him to go anywhere. However, Jalen Brown might be. Jalen Brown might not be here because they essentially play the same position. I don't know why two guys who play wings can't co coexist in the NBA in this day and age. I think we see it everywhere in the NBA as a matter of fact, but I, but people have a problem with it. So let's just roll with it. Um, here's the, here's the couple of the scenarios that, are, that I've heard thrown out a couple by Jimmy Stewart of the sports hub. He's pretty um, reliable in some of his. He is pretty problems. reliable, even though he said today that most of his stuff was from drunk dials from people across the league. But we'll take it. That's, that's when you know it's. That's, hey, that's when you that, know it's real. That's a reliable source. <laughs> so he, Bill, are you about, making are you making calls that night to Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, so there's a couple names that I thought were interesting. Um, let me give you this first one. Uh, essentially, just straight up Brown for Lillard. You yes. uh, Celtics would have to throw in some picks, like call it Brown and three first round picks for Lillard. Done. Yeah, just you're giving up a lot of years, but I think Lillard and Tatum would be a sick pair. I don't think Jalen Brown is – they don't – I I've been saying it for a while. I don't think they play good together, and then Maxwell said it too. They don't – they're not getting better together. So Can I ask you this? Sorry to interrupt you, but the, 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 the principal idea behind this is they play this – they play a similar position. They need the ball in their hand to be offensively uh, productive. All the guys, most of the people that I hear them trading Jalen Brown for do the same thing. This is why I don't think Brown, Tatum, and Bradley Beal work. I just want Beal because I think it keeps Tatum here. And you might have to trade Beal for someone else that works. But look, I get Lillard is better than Brown. But I've been saying this for a year now. This is Jason Tatum's team. He's going to go as far as you want. and You have to build it around him. So trading Jalen Brown in 10 years for Damian Lillard, who's certainly better, I don't know if you get that much better as a team. I mean, I think Damian Lillard single-handedly wins you yeah. ga- a couple more games. Maybe, but are, do you win a championship with that man? I don't. I don't know if the difference is that much. So let me give you another one. Uh, Ray's favorite guy, yep, first pick yep. off the ten-year uh, NBA draft. Uh, big old cat out there in Minnesota. Uh, that's essentially a swap. I, I I don't think that you have to give up much more than Brown come back, and he's desperately trying to get out of Minnesota. Do you do that deal? Yeah. Keep in mind that he's kind of a pussy. Aren't all NBA players pussies now? I don't think Jalen Brown's a pussy. Mm. All right, but yeah, I'd do it. I mean, you need a big that, like, Bill's been preaching this for years. You need a big body down low that you can just feed that fucking ball to. Cat is the perfect guy to do it. Al Horford could play the four and play that wing position that he loves so much. Oh, bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, for No. Nope. Of course I'm not. J- I'm you fucking Jalen Brown. You're such Jaylen a cunt. Brown. Why? I'm keeping Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown's a better player than Carl Anthony. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, he is. He has more potential. He stays on the court a lot more than Towns does. I, I like him better. I mean, he's a wing player. There, I, I like the wing player more than Carl Anthony Towns. I'm, I'm sorry, like like Rich said, he's kind of a pussy. Agreed. And let me. I let just me think Jalen you- Brown, and I'm not. I'm not purposely trying to disagree with you. I legitimately think for like something like that. I don't think it seems like it's more 
like a lateral move. I don't think you're going to get better with Tatum and, and Carl Anthony Towns than you are with with Tatum and Brown. But would that make it for 2022 to get a free agent in here if you had Cat and Jason Tatum instead of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? No, nope, I because Brown I think Jalen guy in here more than Jalen Brown. Like so? no. dude. Jalen Brown's in his like fourth year, and he's like the vice president of like the players <laughs> yeah, using. So like, think about that because he's the smartest he, guy in the room. It doesn't matter the respect that he gets. I mean, the, those guys like. I mean, he's going to, I think, I don't know. All right, I let like me give you another one. Let me give you another one. I'm out on cat too. Cause I don't like the profile of the player. And you guys are both big cuts. seven footer and he's got injury and he's missed a lot of time. I, and Oh, by the way, I'm really, really high on Jalen Brown. You guys know this. He's been my best player in this team for two straight years. I've been hard on Jason Tatum forever. I, the way people forget the developmental jump Jalen Brown made from the bubble to this year. He went from a, from a fringe number three guy in a championship team that people thought were pretty, was pretty good to, to a legitimate number two can give you 40 average 26 was an all-star developed his game. Like I'm really, really, really high on Jalen Brown. Here's what I'll think about though. The Chicago bulls, Zach Levine and Nikolai Vucevic all over Jalen Brown. 100%. If you get that, that one makes sense. That one makes a lot. That checks a lot of boxes. You're Levine is a legit bucket. He's a, Bucket and you get Athletic your big phenomenon. Fusevich is older; he's in his early thirties, but he's not thirty-five. I think he's thirty-one or thirty-two. So you got to run with him, and you replace the offensive production from Jalen Brown with Levine. And that's a move you can move um, Al Horford into. Don't forget that to make money work. Vucevic is on pretty much the same deal, and Levine yep. and uh, Brown are roughly pretty close on a deal. There, I don't remember. I think because Levine's not on a max deal yet either. No, so, I mean, but he's up what this year. So I mean, yeah, he's getting, due some money. So that's the big problem. Like he didn't sign an extension with Chicago. I don't believe. Right. No, he didn't, but so you that, that's here, the you problem. Right. So yeah, I guess you have to have, what's he up next year though? I don't know. The money, the money will work itself out. I think he'd still be oh, yeah, I'm all space over for a max spot. After you need that. a shooter on this team. You need a legitimate deep like shooter to win in the NBA right now to run what I'm thinking. Odoko was going to run. I mean, it's Steve Nash's offense. You shoot threes. Brad Stevens offense, they're going to shoot a lot of threes. It's the NBA now. You need another guy that can shoot. And Zach Levine is a baller, and he can shoot from anywhere on the fucking court. And that's what you're going to need. Jalen Brown can't do it yet. He's not one of those guys. Oh, I disagree. With, I think Jalen Brown can get you 40 in a minute. I think Jalen Brown can get you can get you 40. He might be not as skilled as Zach Levine, but look, I'm really on high on Jalen Brown. The only reason I say yes to that Chicago deal is because it's two for one. You're feeling two... <laughs> insert raise mom joke you're filling two holes with with for one guy so ooh, dp night i love it <laughs> that's what that's, that's the only type of deal i need to get returned <laughs> for jalen brown and by the way i don't think they're moving off from i still look that not much has changed in celtic world you still got brad stevens who got rid of the guy he hated and <laughs> was pissed at and Kemba walker i think he loves marcus smart i think oh, he why? values jalen brown and jason tatum i think that he looks as that at the core and goes all right let's do something uh, hopefully he's smart enough to look at marcus smart and say all right look this guy is flawed he's he has his good points but he's flawed and his contract's up and if he wants a, a big deal here we got to move him this year that's just business sense never mind the guy is overstayed his welcome i think but um i don't think they're moving on from jalen brown I, I i think that it's that's a lot of talk for nothing and by the way mark marcus smart golden state has been in marcus smart in for Mark Smart for two straight years. There was talk about giving up the second overall pick well, for Marcus Smart and some other now. shit. Now they have the seventh. How easy is that? I don't I won't even ask the question. Marcus Smart and some fucking fodder for the seventh? Yes. Yep. Yes. And they'll they might do it too. They, they might. don't want they don't want to make that pick. But how they, no, they need they're they're looking for another championship. Clay and Steph are looking for how stupid is that trade? Way. Let's review for fucking uh Wiggins for Russell. Now the seventh, and you flip that for Marcus Smart. So Wiggins and Marcus Smart for D'Angelo Russell. Oof. Oof. Yeah, we talked about that in the text chain. That 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 trade did not end up as good for Minnesota as it was to begin with. That shouldn't have never been the seventh pick with D'Angelo Russell and 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 Carl Anthony Towns. Dude, they should have been better. There's a lot of talent, but is it, it seems like to me it's overrated talent out there in Minnesota, eh? Yeah. Good luck, uh, A Rod. All right, Don't quickly, you know? uh, we're going to move through some more basketball thoughts here and then get to baseball. We're going to bring in a surprise guest, talk a little Red Sox-Yankees as the series is coming up first. Ooh, a real uh, baseball guy. Hey, Ray, you bowed out for this one? Uh, I'm just Ray, put my off mute, on mute and just go. Ray, you. Did, do you, uh, did you, as the resident homer on this group, um, listening or reading up on Al Horford's comments in his presser today, were you, um, were you floating on getting that 20-year 
20 year problem fixed yeah in your pants yeah yeah, it's starting to move a little bit. It had a pulse. This call my, fucking call my guy, doctor. Do you think that? So uh, the let me read you some quotes. Uh, Al Horford in his press conference today, quote, I'm really, really happy to be back. I really appreciate how special a place Boston is. For me, being away from it, seeing the type of city it is, what this team is all about, it's something I really missed. Uh, Al Horford said, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Robert Williams reached out to him after the trade. Horford said that he wants the Celtics to take advantage of the summer, get better individually, and then start to build it back up. Uh, He also had a lot of Banner 18 talk. Uh, Al Horford, quote, it's surreal to be back. This is where I want to be. Al Horford, quote, we need to put in the work now. I was in the facility yesterday, and the guys are already in there putting work. Al Horford, really appreciate how special of a place Boston is. For me, being away from it, seeing the type of city it is, what the team is all about, this is something I really missed. Is this guy full of shit because now he's on this team again? Or did he go spend two years in the wasteland of the NBA and go, fuck, I, I should have not taken the money. I should have just stayed here. Right. Full shit because he's – no, well, I'm going to go because he's full of shit because he used really twice. If he was really happy to be here, he wouldn't have to say really, really happy to be here. Just really happy. I'm really happy to be back. Right. Full shit. Mm-hmm. Good for you. <laughs> in your honor, queen. I am too. <laughs> Bill, do you think Al's full of shit? Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> like, I think that, honest to God, my true opinion is I think they got him for uh, to make a bigger move. That's why I think they got him. It's a contract that works. And, again, for the, the 2022, you know, 50% of his contract's guarantee, I, I don't know. I hope he's part of a bit, uh, bigger move, but he's a bench guy. I get it. You gave up a first in Kevin to get him, but I hope it's something big. I hope it's for something better. Make a big blockbuster. Brad loves Al Horford. Al Horford is going to be on the scene. I in hope 2021. fucking Oduka hates him. I he's going to have his number retired in the Raptors. Brad has it. Uh, Brad uh, Al Horford said in this press conference that him and Oduka, when he when Al, Al Horford was benched because uh, Embiid was crying in his soup, that. Uh, him and Oduka would sit there and just go over defensive assignments like they were playing tic-tac-toe. They would just do defensive assignments in the fucking locker room. So they don't hate each other. I think Al Horford is going to be good for this team. I like that Al Horford's back on this team. I liked Al Horford on this team. I thought he did all of the little crease shit that you don't see, that nobody sees. He did all of it. He was just getting paid $30 million to do it, and no one liked that. Same with uh, Mr. Uh, Noleg, uh, Gordon Hayward. So uh, I'm for it. He's 35. He's going to have some injury stuff. Um, and he's probably a little bit full of shit. He poured it on pretty thick there. Very thick. But you spend a year in Philadelphia. You got benched because your all-star is a fucking pud. And then you go to Oklahoma City and they sit you down when you're having a res- – you were averaging 18 points in thir- uh, 11 boards. Don't and forget they sit you, you down so on. they can fucking tank. I'm sure he's happy to be back in a competitive situation, looking to get out there and play basketball. The guy's a professional that has chased, that's been chasing a rink for his whole career. That's why he came to here. Boston. I spent three days in Philadelphia, not like, you get guys, like you guys did, and I was thankful to be home when I got out of that shithole. So, yeah, I'm sure he's happy to be out of the, anywhere but Philadelphia and Oklahoma City. There you go. Yeah. Uh, can I give you uh, – Don't um, forget, he didn't play back-to-back last year. That thing's still going to be a problem. I don't trust any of these old guys with knees. We've seen what's happened with Kemba. You see you with your shoulder. Yes. Yeah, never mind. I was going to insert a mom joke, but I think we've hit our quarter. So uh, far. Al Horford said that he was ready to play back to backs. We're running late in the NBA, but I have to get to at least let me just do these headlines and then we'll get to the last piece. OK, Rick Carlisle lands in uh, Indiana again. Good for the Pacers, I guess. Little little sneaky fact. Anyone pay attention to the NBA? The Indiana Pacers internal turmoil is fucking amazing insane mm-hmm. think you think it's bad in boston go do a little digging on what's going on in indiana they're fucked no. uh the hawks take game one trey young drops 48 7 and 11 it's one game you fucking prick <laughs> i don't think it can repeat that i think that that's gonna go six i still have the bucks and six six uh, uh playoff Polly ray you still believe hey, that listen is- nope listen i listened to the show and i went to the 24 minute mark all i said is that uh I said Giannis was the biggest choke artist left in the NBA NBA playoffs. And then you brought up Paul George, and I said, eh, I don't think so. No, you said no. 
Well, Fuck Paul you, George definitely showed his choking genes uh, the other night, missing two free throws. And then the Clippers just think they're never going to win anything oh, ever God. in their lifetime. They mm. just have it in the water out there. To give up that lob for the win is inexcusable. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, my it team, was like, my team it was like watching an NBA championship this year. Remember what it felt go. like when, when the Raptors? Let's yeah. <laughs> we'll bring back the shitty loser teams. Bet. Let's go. Uh, remember it was like when the Raptors hit that game winner, cross court three, big shot on the Celtics in the bubble. Like, oh, it was like, God. oh my God. Like, how do you. How do you let that happen? It was just lineup. an unbelievable play by the Raptors, and we were still saying, how do you let that happen? This was not that. This, like, the only thing you can do is a lob to the fucking this 0.8 seconds, son. Uh, Clippers, you losers. You yeah, absolute even knew that one was going to happen because Ray ruined it for us. Pretty. Hashtag the 76ers are trying to – or said that they're going to keep Ben Simmons for next season and continue <laughs> to move on. <laughs> told you. I told you. They're switching him to right-handed. That was the that was a key indication they were they were keeping him. I tried the switching the right hand. The NBA work. this week. Never mind Jack the Celtics off left getting the two. Good for you. Never no, mind the Celtics so getting their coach. It is. Never mind. Uh, never mind the Suns winning. Never mind Trey Young. Never mind anything else going on in the NBA. Out of Bleacher Report, the Nets were not happy with Kyrie Irving. Let me uh, just uh, paraphrase this: being a fucking douchebag. So he is on the trade market. He's Hello. on the trade market. The dumpster fire is ablaze. Fuck Kyrie. This is the best news I've had in years. Do we all get a toot toot on, on this on. one? Toot 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 toot. Reunite the band. <laughs> Fuck I, you, Bill. Kyrie Fuck for Westbrook. You. Reunite oh, the okay. band. <laughs> Okay, bring I'll it do back, that. Kyrie. For I would love to. I would love to see it, but either way, just what a fu- what an absolute. How fast do you? Think they're saying the Knicks are the front happen? runners to get him. What a phenomenal story! Oh my god, this is so nice. Him going to the Knicks and them just being in purgatory forever again and just oh, be yeah. so great. Oh, Kyrie! After being the fourth, Ooh, we called it toot toot all fucking all over your nets asses. Hashtag never netters, you fucking losers. Kyrie is a loser. He'll never win anything ever again in his entire life. He's a piece of shit and. And KD, we said it. He's going to dump his ass. He traded him for, for Howard, and, and he's going to dump his ass the second he can. Oh, it's so sweet. Ooh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. So I sweet. I love it. Uh, you want to talk baseball? Yeah. Sure. Okay. We're going to bring in our uh, surprise guest here uh, when, he, uh, when he accepts. But before that, let's do a quick little Red Sox minute. The Red Sox were absolutely smoked by the Rays, two to eight the other night. Um, Garrett Richards, 1.2 innings <laughs> are commonly referred to one and two thirds in the baseball world for four armed runs, two home runs, four walks, no strikeouts in an inning and two thirds. Here were some of his quotes after the game. And as we know, this is one of the leading baby back bitches in the sticky icky uh, stuff going on here. We quote, uh, it's a transition period for me. I'm just trying to figure it out changing some grips on my pitches. Uh, I'm actually just trying to learn how to throw a baseball. This guy was given $10 million by Heim Bloom, the biggest contract that Heim Bloom has ever given out in his entire career. And he's trying to throw a baseball. He's a professional pitcher making $10 million. And he sounds, he sounds like a toddler crying in his shoe. Oh, uh, you know what he sounds like? Me every time I leave rehab. Ready? It's a new day for me. I'm putting the past behind me. It's one day at a time. Come on. Tell me that's not a crackhead. That's, that, that's, tell me that's not like. a fucking no, crackhead. No, that's what I got, I'm like. starting my life over from one day at a time. I'm starting over from scratch. This has been the hardest nine and a half years. I got to start over after nine and a half years. I've been shooting heroin up my butthole for fucking nine and a half years. Now I got to start my life all over. Come on. It all fucking ties right together. It's pathetic. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Shut this guy down. Shut yeah, him everything, everything, I said about, everything I said about Erod on our what Tuesday show. Do it to Richards now. You have to. This guy is a fucking mental case. It just shows you the state of the fucking baseball pitcher. They're all mental case. They're all mental cases. Would this guy know. be? He said he literally said, um, I need to be a different pitcher than I have been in the last nine and a half years. That's would what a drug be, addict says when he's getting clean. I have to be, be a, a different pitcher? person. Would he be a professional big league pitcher without the, without the foreign substances? Would he even be in the league? Nope. Dude, this, this foreign substance has been going back a long time. So, I mean. Nine and a half years. More than that. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Will we? 
Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. Go ahead. Why? First of all, can, can you explain? I, I thought we were hate, talking baseball. We are. This is baseball. baseball. Garrett Richards plays Garrett baseball. Richards baseball plays for the Red Sox. That's because he's not on the fear boners doesn't mean he doesn't exist in the baseball world. Jesus. I read too far. The email. Right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is baseball. This is Garrett Richards. This is the Boston Red Sox. He cannot make another start for this team. He no, absolutely cannot. cannot make another start for this team. Um, can Ray? Can you just explain to me why I have such an internal burning hate for this guy? Because he reminds you of Kyrie Irving and KD put together. And some little douchebag that fucking just cries and says, "Oh, it's not my fault. It's the baseball world's fault that I can't pitch anymore. They took away my sticky icky icky wee. This is why. It's just a baby back bitch move. It's like fuck. But he's not even I've, good. Like he no. sounds like Josh Beckett, but he's not like. Remember yeah. when Beckett would complain about the blister on his finger? Yeah, yeah I, but he's still throwing ninety-seven at people. Yeah, I fucking love Josh Beckett. But no, dude, he's. <laughs> I hated this signing from the start. I thought his elbow would blow up, but hey. Now he can't fucking throw a fastball without a bullfrog sunscreen that he used. It's pathetic. I, I can't. I can't with this guy. You got to shut him down. You got to shut him down. You got to sports psychologist do something. You got to get. You got to get him better. You got to. And this is it. If not, DFA him. Now's the yeah, time. Cut his ass. I'd put him on waivers. Eat the money. I mean, the All Star breaks. Pro- the All Star break will probably be the round of time, or you shut him down, and then instead of cutting him, just shut him down. You can stash him on the DL until you fucking figure out figure it out. Get his fucking mind right. Make up an injury, Mr. Winter Coat. That's too hot. He didn't have enough sunscreen, so he got sunburned. Make make what up? He got skin cancer. Boom. Shut him down the rest of the season. Boom. Done. Boom. Done. Skin cancer. Uh, I am interested interested to see. It's Thursday as we record the third game of the series for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Nick Pavetta is going. I've been high on Pavetta this year. Bill, you've been less so. Um can I this toot is, yet or no? No, this is an interesting game for him. I got the three, the last three games I have pulled up for you right here. I don't know if you look past that when you're looking oh, at. He's just looking, looking at it for right now. Looking at I'm, gonna, I'm checking the Red, Scar- Red Sox score too. Uh, I, look, Pavetta was. I think that he's a big reason you're in the position you're in. He was consistently good. Is what I. It was like not pretty good, not great. Just he was consistently good for the end of last season, the beginning of this season. He has gone down a bad track. He's one, one and three with a five and a half ERA over his last seven starts. Um, his last start, he went five innings, three earned, three walks, six Ks. Kind of what you would expect out of your fourth or fifth starter. Um, the game before that really killed him. Five innings, six earned against the against the uh, the Blue Jays, and four and a third before that against Miami. So. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just looking for, I, I, I think it's an interesting game for him. Can he have a bounce back game? Can he put a good performance out there? It's a prove it game. It's a prove it game. If he can actually do it without the uh, spider tag, see if he can get back on track. Uh, Islanders Islanders finished up a, if, if you're not rooting for the Islanders right now in the NHL playoffs, I don't know what you're rooting for. You don't have a soul. They, they push a game seven. That place Fuck is no. nuts. I just want to see another game uh, in Long Island. like In the barn. In the barn. Those guys, they're fucking insane. They're absolutely yeah. insane. That team never quits. Uh, fuck Tampa and fuck can- the Canadians. Like Islanders, Islanders Vegas, come on, Ray. Yeah, I want that. That's what I, that was the initial series I wanted. I want to see the uh, Islanders pull it out. I want to see Vegas win tonight, uh, yesterday, uh, for, since we're recording on Friday. So, yeah, hopefully it's uh, Vegas and the Islanders. Ray, the Revolution are 5-0. Oh, and oh. This is MLS Soccer Talk, Soccer first Minute. Place. We, if, the best that's, team that's in Boston, baby. That's what undefeated to get you. First, first place. First they're not place, undefeated. First place, first they're, place, first place. Ooh, and the Soccer Minute. Nope, they're no, they're five and zero oh in their last five. They're seven three and one, I believe, on the season. So yeah, best team in soccer right now. That's big. That's you guys just doing this on purpose? Go on, like oh no, know, yeah. I mean, it's we a great give you to see. a soccer minute, and you sit here and you bumble over it. You no, know, well, if you want the time to talk, we give you the time to talk. Now you sit there in silence. You no, want it's to talk just great. About soccer or not? It's just great. I, I really hope that they continue with this uh, with their coaching. We actually uh, have. Uh, I just got yeah, news right. that we have actually have running out of time. Uh, congratulations to the Revolution on their first place uh, at the beginning of the season. I guess Ray, this I'm has sorry been I wasted your time. The Simple Mind Sports Show Friday headlines June twenty fifth. 
Happy birthday to the queen. Happy birthday, queen. An absolute fucking handful. We will see everybody on Sunday. Bye-bye. 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 Oh man! No. Oh, oh, even fucking worse! Christ! <laughs> hey, Mister Four. Hey, Mister uh, Four Games Over uh, Five Hundred. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> we have our special guest has finally arrived, and his screenshot was him in a fedora that was bad enough, and now he shows up in all Yankees gear, which is just <laughs> even worse. Even worse. Uh, with us now is AJ Torres. Of calling strikes podcast. What's up, man? How are you? How you doing, guys? Great Good being man. here. And uh, let me let me tell you something. It's actually very ironic because uh, the hockey games I have been to are Bruins games. Uh, best Boston fans in the whole city, in my opinion. We don't want and- you. That's not yeah. true. Bill doesn't speak for us. It's also his birthday. He's also whacked out of his mind. So don't tr- just try not to pay attention. Well, happy birthday, Bill. And I'll just say this, man. Uh, I, I'm a Yankee and Ranger fan, and I hate a lot of the New York fans, man. It's it's painful. As long as you're not a homie, you're all right in my book. I just to, like to be you. honest with you, man, I hated the arrogance when I was a kid. I mean, I live in Connecticut, but right on the border of the state of New York. And I saw a lot of arrogance, but uh, the reason why I'm actually a Yankee fan actually has got a lot of history. It goes deep. Johnny, uh, Jets or, are, hold on, Jets or Giants? Jets or Giants? Neither. You have a wild. You actually have a really wild uh, kind of sports fandom lineup. Yeah. So why don't you just list it out for us so the listeners know that you're not a true blood, true blood uh, Yankees douche. You have a little bit of like. To be honest with you, this is I'm probably gonna get flamed either way because. Uh, yeah, true. Y- Yankees, Chiefs, Pacers, Rangers. Oh. <laughs> and to be honest with you, man, I'll just say it as it is: Yankee fans hate me. Chief fans hate me. Yeah, oh, perfect. We hate Bill, yeah. so there we go. We got all that in common. <laughs> everyone everyone hates me, so we're good, baby. That's it. Well, AJ, we were actually just kind of – this might be right up your alley as a Yankees fan. We were just shitting hard on Garrett Richards, who put out a one and two-thirds um, uh, performance against the Rays last night and just looks like absolute garbage. He's one of the guys I think is headlining this um, – this I don't know trail of tears maybe someone's probably going to be offended by that too that was a horrific historical <laughs> event but let that I think it works perfectly for baseball pitchers in this sticky I wasn't icky, listening <laughs> in this sticky <laughs> icky situation um what do you have, let's start there and then we'll get into the Yankees Red Sox uh, series coming up what are you what are your thoughts on the Max Scherzers of the world kind of going ballistic and uh the Bubba Harkins at, at the core of this kind of the uh uh, you know, the what's going on in MLB right now with pitchers? You know, I think this really started out with, uh, I mean, this has been a rule since the beginning of time. We know that it was spit at first, but let's just be honest. They used the same ball. So everyone was throwing that ball around like 300 pitches yeah, or whatever it was. Sometime it was, I mean, I've seen uh, water and sweat and rosin become sticky to a point. And the ball's changed every year for like the last seven years, whatever. But as far as the Angels uh, thing where the clubhouse workers like, oh, yeah, by the way, Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer are in my phone as contacts as I'm selling this stuff to him. Good for him. So Garrett Cole is, you know, asked about this and he's like, we got to schedule an appointment to talk about this. You can't do that. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell are you doing? Oh, you need to make an appointment? Hey, is you need to get your nails done too, dude. Like, come on. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Dude, I, this... Now, listen, this is my guy right now. Yep. I, I inherited him. And the reason why I got to like Cole is because there was for X amount of years where the New York Yankees in the 2010s, there's 2009 and then there are 2010s, right? Yep. Brian Cashman is going up to Hal Steinbrenner being like, dude, what the hell are you doing? We need a starting pitcher. And he kept beating the meat for about a decade until it's like, okay, dude, if you don't do it this time around, the fans are just going to ream you. And sure enough, Garrett Cole just happened to knock on the door. I love Garrett yeah. Cole. Had to overstep the boundaries and pay for him, but this is what happens. 
Well, well, that's a George you know, Steinbrenner you know, move. I mean, 340, 340 million biggest contract. Right. And that's exactly right up the Yankees alley. I mean, you know, you, from know you had to pay the California boy. That's what you had to do. Get a, get a better bullpen, man. You'd see his win. Uh, that was supposed to, up. that was supposed to be the, you know, the, uh, the strength of that team too. I, uh, the, the, the point it's on the bad. Yeah, it's not bad. The, the point on the, uh, uh, on the pitching thing and, and Max Scherzer and, and these guys yeah, going insane and the, and the, just the outcry from these pitchers, you're right. Like there was always something going on uh, in terms of uh, illegal substances and whatever else. The problem is they, they took it a step too far the last few they years. Abused it. They abused they it like hell abused it. And baseball is trying to do something about it. They'll, and you know, it's a, it's a really easy analogy to go back to steroids. You t- and, like they made those guys go perjure themselves in front of Congress for their punishment. Max Scherzer, all you have to do is give up your fucking hat and your glove in the middle of innings. What if and you're, you just and you're get making up there and pull it seem your like you're getting <laughs> And you know, okay, you not everyone's you, Bill. <laughs> well, that's what they did. True. That's what uh, what was the uh, Sergio you, Romo? Sergio Romo pulled his fucking pants. They yeah. didn't even ask him. Well, yeah. if you think about it, right? I mean, there was a lot of talk about these guys hiring chemists. Like, okay, I understand that we're all dealing with multimillionaires. I get that part. But you have these guys that are trying to get a massive payday. Talk to chemists on what the best substance is. Yeah, it's the same thing when Barry Bonds when I buy weed cold thing. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're getting these scientists to figure out what are the best chemicals to put in your body. This isn't like, hey, man, I'm going to push. I'm going to drink myself a shake. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to stretch, get myself in the hot tub, get ready to play ball. No, these guys are trying to get with scientists to tweak the system. It's Balco, man. Power. Yeah. Yeah. It's Balco all, need, all and over all you again. need is pussy and ash to succeed. It's Balco all he's <laughs> off the fucking rails. It's Balco all over again. And these pitchers uh, are acting like they're being persecuted. When, if you just go look at what happened to the Balco guys, suspensions out the ass going to Congress, you know, uh, Barry, Barry Bonds is still not in hall of fame. Yeah. Roger like, Clemens and Max Scherzer pissed because, because, uh, well, what's his face in the fill? What's a goddamn Mike? Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi is out there asking him to, to check his thing for a third time. Come on, man. Like, I, I will be you honest. Were, he was you. listed. Right, he was can, named at the Joe's top my of guy, the list. He was wrong. Joey. No way. That's gamesmanship. Mark, I mean, Max, it's annoying. Max Scherzer's ERA jumped a, a full run from 3-7 to 3-2-7 uh, in 2016-2017 and won back-to-back Cy Youngs and has been – that pitcher ever fucking sense. And then if you <laughs> think of the raise after uh, the game, question this motherfucker's career, because now he is a fucking fraud when he gets on the mound and bitches and complains when Girardi calls him out. No, that's gamesmanship. He fucking knows it's two around the league. Fuck these pitchers. Fuck Max Scherzer. Baseball is inherent. This is the point. We'll move on to the rank Yankees Red Sox here, but baseball is inherently a, a, a sport that, openly cheats it, you just cross a line the astros cross the line and Ray's got an apple watch it's the same thing the red sox <laughs> crossed the line they got bagged too st louis hacked the astros farm system i remember some that. guy went to jail <laughs> you, when you cross the line you have to pay the consequences and i just yeah. don't understand why the pitchers can't understand that right now and they're pitching such a fit and if you would notice their union hasn't said shit they haven't said a damn word about it because they know they're in the wrong and they know half the union are the hitters. Because they're getting paid when they get suspended. Exactly. Yeah, when you're all, that's suspended also the with pave, right? Yeah. If it's a starter, right? Guess what? Ten you're going to have to have a guy in the bullpen take his place for two starts, and that's going to end up taxing the bullpen because under the rule, you can't have a guy called up to take his place. So this guy's going to get paid, and if you see what some of these guys are getting paid, like – Knock on wood, but if Garrett Cole gets suspended, please don't. Years, right? Please don't. That's he's making like please. what, two to three million dollars? Yeah, yeah something like, like that. Like an inning. He's making it from what his his home in New York or his hotel room on the road. Uh, why don't you give us your um, downtrodden uh, look at the Yan- or maybe maybe you're one of these positive guys that looks at the Yankees and say, hey, we still got something here. Uh, we're I, I think we're a long enough way into the season that. You got you got enough big enough holes that I don't know I don't know what's wrong with the Yankees they should they they were expected to be kind of running over this division this year and now it's they're in third. Uh, let's see, consistency is definitely not there this year. I mean they don't know. I don't think they just know what they want. It's like a bad ex girlfriend. Yeah, 
we don't they don't have the identity of what they are now some people are gonna say oh uh where's the power lefty the thing that drives me insane and this is the part that makes no sense to me the reason why Didi gregorius didn't get signed and he was the only real lefty bat especially out of the guys right now that i actually trusted how the hell is odor in the lineup but yet you didn't want to do you know dd to come back I mean, yeah. I, I understand, but there's only one reason, and that's because you're not paying him. What has Didi done in Philadelphia? Philadelphia, boom, that's why you let him go. He's an overrated player. Whatever the case may be, though, he just fit the system. But is, is he overrated in Yankee is, Stadium is the point. Hold on. If he's got a short D- porch DJ LeMahieu is a switch hitter, is he not? DJ LeMahieu is a righty. Okay, never mind. Well, so it, it, I, I think your point is, is kind of the easiest one, or not the easiest one, but the most astute one is they don't have an identity. So where do you where do you put the blame? So from the Yankees, where do you go from here? Do you got does Cashman got to go? Is it just like is the time has run out? Or uh, Aaron Boone should already have been gone, in my opinion. I don't know what the hell that walking well, bucket it was, of nothing is doing his, on that team. Uh, this was his option year, so yeah. that's why. And I have no idea who's duck, available. Right? I think it's I can't put the blame on just one guy. Do I think that Cashman uh, made a couple questionable decisions? Now, I'm not just going to be one of those guys that's too obvious. Jameis Italian. Well, I wasn't a fan of that either because I'm like, what prospects are we giving up? But because that we didn't give up a, a whole lot, I'm like, okay. But when Sevy comes back, I think he's got to go in the bullpen. Here's what I'll tell you. I think the Yankees are putting soft. I don't think they got shit going for them. I think they got to blow it up. I think you got to – completely remove whatever nucleus you think you have and go do something different and start building from where we I mean, they took however many years they took as re- rebuilding. Like you're talking about the Yankees talking about cop. You're the Yankees. You're like the most profitable sports organization in the world. Go spend some money. Be the Yankees, be the Yankees that everyone hates that everyone loves to hate. Go well, spend some money yeah. and do something about it. You well, spent two or three years trying to build up your system. That didn't work. So like, what's the point? Go, Go buy, go buy your team like you normally would. So AJ, uh, g- give me your uh, give me your thoughts on the on the series coming up here with the Red Sox Yankees. You know, uh, what what's your level of importance slash panic if the Red Sox come in and take two out of three, ad- advance the lead here, and you know, and the Yankees, you know, in baseball, how many games back you now? Four or five. I think, uh, yeah, about it's that. certainly not insurmountable, but I think the way that all these teams are playing in the AL East, it's going to be a dogfight. Uh, and I don't look at a Yankees team that can rip off 12 in a row right now. So, I no, you know, with this, with this series coming up, maybe in a you, month, do you look at it as a, uh, as a must win? You got to win the series or is it just something you got to get through and, and try and get right? What, what are you looking at here? I actually don't know where to start. I mean, I think if we actually split the series, I think that would be good. Take two out of four. Yeah. Personally. And I think that's a reasonable expectation level. It's just because, I mean, if you look at the first matchup, I mean, the starting pitchers could kind of go, in my opinion, like one could have his day or one could just give up like five runs and five ends and then it's up to the bullpen. It's, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. Everything else, I think it's just going to be a crapshoot and just going to be uh, it's going to be offensive driven on both sides. Yeah, I think with everything we talked about at the beginning of the segment with the sticky, uh, every game is up and up in the air right now with these pitchers. You, I don't think you I don't think you can predict what you're going to get. Um, <laughs> Good point. And the way that the Red Sox are playing this year, specifically, not even recently, but just the way that they have shown a um, a tendency not to quit. Uh, you know, I, this is not a Boston bias, but I, I, I'd give the Red Sox the edge. They're playing better, and and the way that the pitchers are out of their freaking minds right now, I think that the that the Red Sox have the bats and the and the attitude and the mentality to kind of take advantage of it. And that's what we've seen all month from them against some of the better competition. They're winning games nine, eight, eleven, eight. You know, in, in later innings and four and a half hour games. So that's what I'd expect. I'd expect the slugfest, like you said, in Boston. To, I, I, if they if they don't come out of there three out of four, I'll be disappointed. I'd like to see them take it to them. Well, that's why I said if they split the series, I'd be happy. <laughs> I guess I we're mean, on the same page. I, I mean, I'm not a homer, man. I mean, yeah, I I've seen so much stuff, and I mean, like I said, 
it, it sucks that I have my ties of being a Yankee fan because there's a lot of Yankee fans I just hate because there's a lot of New York fans, right? It doesn't matter if you're an Empire fan or a Metro type fan. There is the two different sides, but a lot of them will never, ever be satisfied. Yeah. Well, we can relate because we're Patriots fans, so we just win or we try to. Not, not, not last year. And we have real dynasties. <laughs> AJ, we appreciate you coming on, man. We'll, uh, we'll touch base again. Uh, real quick, where can we find uh, your podcast and when can we listen to it? Uh, Colin Strikes is on, uh, you can find it on Anchor, YouTube, and uh, Relentless41 is my Twitter. And um, for anyone that wants non-biased Yankee material, anyone could always hit me up. I know I was going to get a little bit slammed, but it's okay. It's all love. And uh, like I said, the Yankees right now have no identity. It's an absolute disgrace. The reason why everyone's saying that's unwatchable is because they set the bar too goddamn high. And when they're not there, they all decide to piss, bitch, and moan, and then just talk out of their ass. And here we are right now. There you go. There you go. Well, we appreciate the honest takes. And uh, I agree with you. It does suck to be a Yankees fan. So good luck to you on that. Yes. And hopefully <laughs> hopefully next time we could dig deep and maybe we could shine New York fans together. How's that? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. All right. All right. See you, man. Later, man. Later, man.